What's up, guys? It's Jake. This is the 34th ever episode of the Ice Coffee Hour. And so far, we've made 30, or they've made $32,766. Beautiful. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's a group effort to uh, come up with that number. Yeah. And Jack does all the editing behind the scenes. So, oh, man. Yeah. Good job on that. It is. We are so excited to have you on the podcast. I've been watching your videos lately, they're really good. And uh, super stoked to have you on. Both of us have. In fact, you came up on my YouTube algorithm. And immediately I'm like, who are you? (laughs) And I was so intrigued by your editing, your video style, that you were in LA. And I'm like, immediately I sent the video to Jack. And I'm like, we got to have you on. Because you have a really interesting story. But you combine that with this just really cinematic look and just this ease of storytelling that you're really talented, but you you have such a just intense past. So would you mind telling us a little background on yourself? And for anybody who's who's tuning into you the first time, just just some, some of your background and, uh, and you're living in a car right now, right? Yep. Yep. I've been doing yep, that yep. since March 23rd of 2019. So a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, um, DNF student in school. Right. Same, <laughs> same here. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up, you know, I struggled with a lot of uh, mental illnesses, and uh, that kind of led to eventually um, g- going into drug use. And so my drug use um, got me to Florida because I ended up having to go to rehab um, for a couple of times. And so uh, I ended up staying out there for like a year or so, and then randomly one day I was like, "I'm not, I'm not saving enough money. I'm not making enough money." And so I started looking up YouTube videos about living in your car, and I was fascinated by it—the van lifers, the car lifers—and mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "I think I could do this," you know. And so one day I just packed up all my stuff, which w- which wasn't much, you know. And I uh, just went for it, and I haven't looked back since, pretty much. Why Los Angeles, which is arguably, like, the most expensive housing <laughs> anywhere in the United States, it's one of the most expensive cities, with the highest tax rate, how do you decide that, like, L.A. is where you want to be? Well, I there's only really three places that I wanted to go. Florida, I'd already been. Texas, amazing. tax, No state tax, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and California. But I procrastinated... I procrastinated for so many different reasons. Um, but eventually it just got to, well, I kind of want to try to take my YouTube channel to the next level and just do something sporadic that would maybe get more attention mm-hmm. or something. And uh, that's pretty much the whole entire reason why I came over here. So tell us a little bit about the car you're living in. How were you able to make that work? Um, so right before I came to California, I was actually living in Austin, Texas, Um, I was having some neck issues because I was actually sleeping just in my front seat. Um, I did that for the first year of living in my car. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, I kind of want to like build something in my car that's more comfortable. And so uh, I I got on Facebook and uh, found a group for Austin, Texas, new people and uh, ended up meeting this guy and uh, he helped me build, build a bed in my car. And so the whole entire... Uh, passenger side of my car is is stripped out and then we built this platform that's a flat surface um that i can lay memory foam on top of and sleep yeah that's really neat now do you tint your windows or how does how does this work so this is an ongoing thing on my channel uh where um people are always telling me yeah jake tint tint your windows or whatever and it's just kind of like a joke i honestly i don't know why but i don't care really you don't care if people watch you when you're sleeping I, I guess not. No, I just it doesn't bother me. Like if someone's gonna look in my car or whatever, like cool, dude. That's weird, but like, do your thing, I guess. You know. But I guess I, I'm thinking like if I were walking down the street and I see someone sleep, I like I would not watch them. I wouldn't watch anybody sleeping in the car. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, neither would I. I mean, but definitely I would people be, would. But right? I would like, be paranoid. I'd think the same thing. I'd be like, I couldn't fall asleep just in case like, I wake up. Like My biggest fear is waking up and there's someone like in the window. Oh, my God. That would be <laughs> terrifying. Has, has that ever happened to you? Uh, no, no. Okay. No. What about yeah. cops? Do cops ever like approach you in your car or anything like that? Like if you've been parked anywhere for a while? Uh, just a couple of times, but they've always been like super cool about it, you know? Um. No, mostly it's just like homeless people knocking on my window asking for money. Um, 
and that's really it. I really haven't had a lot of issues with as far as people, you know. Mm-hmm. And do you just pick like the nicest places to park since you can choose wherever you want to live? I try I try to do my best. Here in LA it's been kind of weird because like in Texas I could have one or two spots and and be good. Here in California you kind of got to move around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and so I do try to find the nice spots, you know, but sometimes there's security at the nice spots, so it's always hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk briefly about what you do for work. Now, I've seen your channel. Postmates is one of the is it one of the main sources of income for you? Yes, Postmates, okay. Uber Eats, and DoorDash okay. are the primaries. Okay. And then uh, I'm just now beginning to make money on YouTube, so... I'm going to tell you right now, pretty soon YouTube is going to pay you a lot of money. I just, I know. How, how many subscribers do you have right now? I think like 20? 25, 25, five? No, 24.5, I think. But yeah. you doubled in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Tri- yeah, like tripled. And you will continue to triple. Now, what about monetization? Do you have monetization turned on? I do. Okay. Yeah. How does that work with an address? Because YouTube wanted, YouTube has to send you like like a pin to verify a physical address. How did you do that? P.O. Box? Uh, no. So I was actually living in Texas at the time that I monetized my channel. And so I was staying with one of my homeboys. And uh, I got it mailed to his house. Mm-hmm. And I just, I waited for it. Y- yeah. You're about to blow up, man. Like, I'm happy we got you on the podcast now. It's going to be difficult to pull you I, in yeah. six months. I guarantee a year from now, you will be in an entirely different spot. Like, you will be in a different position financially. You are going to be in just a different tier. I know your channel is going to, like, blow up. I really feel it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see it right now. I'm just having fun. You know, I didn't go into this intending to, like, do money. I just liked picking up the camera and documenting my life, you know, pretty much. Yeah. But how much, can I ask how much you're making right now from, from Postmates and Uber Eats and delivery, like, in, a, in an average day? So... I get pretty upset if I don't make uh, more than a hundred dollars a day. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Back back in Texas, I could make you know uh, like a hundred twenty all the way up to three hundred dollars a day. But I'm a workaholic. I'll work from eight a.m. to nine p.m. Yeah. Pretty much uh, doing deliveries. Um, recently, ever since I got to California, though, YouTube is kind of. It's like a balance now. I can do half and half, and I'm not having to struggle as much with the deliveries to keep myself afloat, you know? Yeah, so right now, what are you doing on deliveries? Like 70 bucks, 60 or is it still $100 a day? Uh, Pretty right in the middle, probably 50 to 100 bucks a day. Okay. And how many hours does that typically take yeah. you? Uh, that's <clears throat> like a, a morning shift and a night shift, you know? Those are my two primaries. Lunch is always whatever. What is it? Is it the tips are higher during breakfast and lunch Yeah. For dinner? Yeah. What's the most ridiculous thing that you've seen someone order where you're just like, I can't believe they're paying $7 to get this like $2 thing delivered. Or do you ever see any of this like absurd orders where you're, you're picking up like some $500 item for somebody and like delivering it to like, what's the craziest thing you've seen? Uh, I had to pick up, uh, some makeup from Sephora one time. That was, that was fun. Um, uh, condoms a couple times. No. Oh Yeah. How do you how do you order those? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Is there an app for that? Do they specify like what kind they want? Oh uh, yeah, ultra ribbed. Any yeah, oh, they, 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 whatever. How do they? How do they do? How do they do that? Like through what app? Uh, that may have just been a Texas thing. There was this other company where you could essentially just have whatever you want delivered to you. That's smart. Why doesn't LA do that? Just random items. Like, that hey, if I smart. want something from yeah. Rite Aid. People in like, LA are done with their money. You know for a wow. fact an app like that would just go wild. Yeah. Yep. Great idea. What about like just crazy items that you that you pick up? What's the most expensive uh, one that yeah. you've ever delivered? Uh, I th- ooh. So I got a, a $300 tip one time in Florida near Miami. And, but that was probably an eight or $900 catering wow. order. Wow, catering. Yeah. Catering. Yeah. What were you catering? Uh, it's probably some Italian food or something. I don't I don't remember. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. I bet it's going to get to the period where like 
people will order something on one of those food service apps trying to get you to deliver it to them. <laughs> I bet that's going to happen. I, like you're going to yeah. go on YouTube to the point where people are just going to shoot their shot and like try to get you to send them food. Is there any way where people can request you specifically to deliver to them? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. For like the, the big companies like Uber and everything. Yeah. That- there should be a way to like, yeah. I want the same guy to bring my same stuff. I don't want nobody else. Yeah. There should be a way. Yeah. Like customer loyalty. That's good. Yeah. Um, that'd be sick. But then what, what would that mean for everyone else though? Like you got to be quick yeah. with your deliveries you and then people know they can rely on imagine you. a bidding system where like you would have a certain like bid in place and people could outbid to have you <laughs> deliver the <laughs> item. That'd be sick. Huh. Wow. That's neat. Okay. So you, yeah. you do the food services and you do YouTube. Is there any other stream of income that you have? But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Fundrise. In 2021, a truly diversified portfolio needs more than the traditional mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. It needs private real estate. Studies have shown that portfolios with an allocation to private real estate generally delivered a better risk-adjusted return with more annual income and lower volatility over the past two decades. With Fundrise, this level of powerful diversification is now available to you. Fundrise provides access to diversity diversified portfolios of private real estate to all investors with their industry-leading, easy-to-use platform. Whether you're looking to add stable cash flow via dividends or prefer long-term growth through appreciation, Fundrise makes investing in private real estate as easy as investing in stocks, bonds, or mutual funds. See for yourself how 130,000 investors have built a better portfolio with real estate. It just takes a few minutes to get started. Go to fundrise.com slash iced coffee today. That's fundrise, F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash iced coffee. Thanks so much and back to the podcast. Uh, merch. I do merch for the channel. Okay. Um, I'm about to sell out of that though. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there there weren't big orders. I started with, like, a quantity of 30. Those sold out pretty quick, mm-hmm. friends, family. And then, so I was like, oh, well, I'll get another 50. And uh, it's been several months that I've been working on that stack. Um, and I'm just now finishing up that right now. Wow. Have you ever thought about doing Patreon? Uh, a lot of the subs have told me to do it, but I don't know, because I... I don't know, I, I put a lot of pride into every single video and editing and everything, and I want everyone to see it you know i don't want to just put it on something i guess restrictive i don't know if that's the right word to use but um yeah i don't think i make enough content for that you know because it takes me a while to put out a video like this last this the video that will go up tomorrow um i just spent all day yesterday and half of today editing the whole thing and so um and then i usually give myself a, a day break and then film again and so I don't know if I could do that, hmm. but I've definitely thought about it. Isn't yeah. your time better spent right now filming and editing than it is spent doing like food services like that? I would say so. So you're making more per hour doing the, the editing and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I wanted to talk to you all about this because, uh, you know, I recently had a video blow up mm-hmm. that's at like half a mil. And yeah, I might. Is it okay if I say how much I make? I make oh, we yeah. love that. We were going <laughs> to ask that. We're a financial yeah. channel, so of course. So I'm at like 3,700 right now a month. At least that's what my... Wow. A month on YouTube? 3,700. 3, yeah. Yes. Yeah, a month. Um, but, you know, before that, it was like 300 a month. And so I don't know if that actually will continue to be that every month. Maybe. Or you set you, a new yeah. base. Yeah. Your new base well, is at. I bet you your thousand. new base is at least a thousand. At least it's like fifteen hundred. At least. I so bet. what's your total then per month right now? Because we, let's let's just call it three thousand YouTube. What's your total right now for for food delivery? Uh, a month you said yeah. sixty times thirty. Is it eighteen hundred? Mm-hmm. So you're at forty eight hundred a month. Let's just say right now. That's pretty good. That's insanely good. Now I'll tell you my my thing is that. Uh, I think some of the appeal so far for your videos is your unique situation and story. I think the food delivery provides almost like a backdrop for content for you to film from. The car, I think, is so different that people tune into you because not only is your editing and storytelling really good, but it's also just an interesting topic that people really just want to share. It's so real. And it's real. And I'm worried, like, like it, it, it's it you, to grow that audience beyond, let's say, now a hundred thousand, because that's I think your next big marker. How can you capture that same audience while still retaining that like rawness of the video? Have you thought about that, or are you just taking it like a day at a time? 
I think the audience would love to see him like do, be successful yeah, and like uh, buy like you know or be more successful. You know, I've definitely thought about that a lot. Like if I do get to a point where I, so to say, made it, I guess you know, like where would I go from there? Would people still watch me? Yeah, because yes. uh, you know I'm at a point where if, like I I still feel like I'm struggling, um, and I think people engage with that and can relate to that. You know, so. Um, I haven't really thought that through. Like you said, I'm just taking it a day at a time right now. Mm -hmm. So, People will be happy to see you spending money on things that you enjoy and living a little bit more of a lavish lifestyle. I would say I'm 95% certain of that. Yeah. I know as a viewer, I would be really happy to see that. So let me ask you this, because I'm almost thinking like, if you were to, like, at what point would you consider renting an apartment? Right this second, it's not even a thought in my mind. <laughs> Do you, you like living in the, I mean, is that your preference? Yes, I okay. absolutely, yeah, Why? I, I like Why it. Why is that? I can go whenever. I don't have to stay in one place. I can go go wherever. I can pretty much do do whatever, you know. I, I don't feel trapped, you know, or enclosed somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, and I haven't quite figured out where I would settle down if I ever decided to. Mm -hmm. Like, where would I get get a place, you know? Yeah. So. What about upgrading to like a sprinter van or something oh, like that yeah, where you got some more space? <laughs> uh, so the only reason I probably wouldn't do that is because um, it's uh, it's big. I don't like driving anything bigger than a truck. Yeah. So about the sprinter van, you don't you wouldn't drive anything beyond a truck, right? <clears throat> now, if I if I ever like got a girlfriend or met someone or something, I think it'd probably be a good idea to do that. But hopefully by that point, if it ever happened. Um, I wouldn't have to worry so much about deliveries, and I could just do the van life thing, you know? That's what I was thinking for you. I think van life would be ideal. I think I think a combination, honestly, what? About van life and side hustles. No, he's right. He's yeah. really right. He's, he's right. Oh, he's smiling. Just, this is what he advises yeah. to every single guest. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's literally, this is I you, Graham. This is you. you. Every single episode, you go, so why not Vegas? <laughs> why California? And then you go over your Vegas spiel, and then it's like, what about van life? Is this... Van life, but he's right. That's true. I'm that not going to say true. he's wrong. He's very right. That would that be is great. Very true. Yeah. I think van life and side hustles. You find just creative ways to make money, living in a van, traveling across the United States, maybe go up to Canada for a little bit, but just find creative ways of making money. Like, you know, Mike Rowe with Dirty Jobs. Imagine if you were to document or try out just weird ways of making money, like go go through Louisiana and and, you know, fish for for crawfish or something like that or just yep. different things i think would be really interesting yeah i don't i don't know how i feel yeah. about it <laughs> I, say, I say just just do whatever you're yeah. passionate about i yes. think that you're good enough at storytelling you're good enough at like all the cinematography and stuff like that do whatever you want to do and i think the viewers will appreciate that i feel like if he does like a dirty job he's gonna come up as like disingenuous or something like that like go somewhere to clean up poop somewhere or yeah something. yeah so i don't know <laughs> yeah. you've already been through it right like do you want to pick up poop and stuff like that i don't know so. i guess so yeah wouldn't be a bad idea it would uh, make yeah, for yeah, a good enough. video i'm to yeah. poop at this famous <laughs> spot right here or whatever you know um fair enough so yeah let's talk a little bit more about your living situation it's really interesting to me to live in a car where do you shower where do you shave how do you take care of all that stuff so usually it's planet fitness um you know that i have to pay 30 dollars a month so i'm able to use any Planet Fitness, um, but obviously I can't do that here in California, so uh, I've been using the beach showers, but when I first got here, I was using Pilots, and that was putting a hole in my wallet, because I was having to pay $15 every time I would go to Pilot, um, like truck stop bathrooms. Mm -hmm. um, super nice, though, like high pressure, really hot, you get your own bathroom for like two hours, and uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't free, so... And shaving and stuff, you do that at the beach too? Uh, actually did that yesterday at a Ralph's. And, uh, <laughs> what do you mean at a Ralph's? Like a in the Ralph's bathroom? bathroom? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, a, a yeah. single-use bathroom, and people kept knocking on the door, and I was like, I would come out and be like, uh, I'm actually shaving. Uh, you said that to them. Yeah, and uh, I would be like, you can go ahead on. You can go in, though, and use the bathroom. I'll just come back in when you're done. And they're like, okay. That would be funny, like, waiting outside the wow. Ralph's, like, bathroom with, like, shaving cream all over your yep. face and, like, a razor. You know, like, do they go, not, go do the employees not say anything? Or are they just, as long as you're not causing any trouble, then? Yeah, no, that never, you know. I Every time I go into a Ralph's, though, i got to ask for the 
bathroom code, but they're actually, they're usually like super cool about it, you know? Do you use the same Ralphs or do you do different Ralphs? Different, different Ralphs. Okay. Wow. Kind of okay. just depends where I'm working at the moment, you yeah. know? Would you feel comfortable then talking about your financials, like where some of your money is going and if you are, are investing or what your plan is or how you plan to? Yeah. Uh, so I've actually been listening to you for like three years. No way. Are you serious? Yeah, for, for sure. No um, way. I got YouTube Red wow. just so I could hear you while I'm driving around no in the way. background. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Thank you. Oh, I'm blown away. Thank you, man. Wow. Yeah, no problem. Um, You've heard everything I have to say then. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I came here with the intention of you uh, wanting to, um, what's the word? I don't want to say beat my but uh, uh re- react uh critique critique critique, yeah. critique me because i have uh no stocks like nothing uh, no, like that yeah. um but uh oh yeah that's what i was gonna say i i drink starbucks every morning uh, <laughs> why it's under five dollars okay it's it's only three two fifty to three dollars why because i i just get the pike with whole milk and, and that's Hold it. on a second. Is what about tea? McDonald's or like 7-Eleven? They have coffee for like a dollar. What's up with that? Points. The Starbucks points. And then uh, also people have been sending me Starbucks gift cards, which I guess McDonald's mm. have, has gift cards too, but... They do. I, uh, Starbucks is good if you have a gift card. I don't think the rewards make it cheaper yeah. than uh, McDonald's. The only thing I think with Starbucks is that... What is it? If you buy an espresso drink, someone was telling me this, like some crazy life hack. You buy an espresso drink, you can get a free refill on that. Or like you can get a free refill on like a certain thing. I forget what it was. Someone will comment this in the description, but it actually worked out to be a pretty good deal if you get the certain drink. But McDonald's has that, but better. My friend, I don't know if they still have this or the exact numbers, but back in high school, my friend would have a McDonald's coffee cup and he would drink from it and refill it and then clean it and like bring it home, clean it and everything, and then bring oh, it back yeah. to McDonald's and get a refill for like ten here's cents the, here's or something the thing. ridiculous. They like don't that. Oh, wow. they don't reuse cups anymore because of everything going on, but they oh. will give you a new one if you bring in the cup or if Oops. you just yeah okay uh, yeah oh yeah you show them the cup, but they can't reuse the same cup for sanitary reasons, mm. so they'll just give you a new cup. So two fifty a, a day. Why why do that though? Is it just your thing every morning? Is it just like something to look forward to? The way I look at it is I'm paying for the convenience, I guess. It's easy just to put in the order on, on your phone and then go pick it up and then get right back, get get right to work, you know? So, yeah. Not the end of the but world. But what about yeah. 7-Eleven or McDonald's? Would you go back to that if you didn't have the cards? Because I know it's like... is one of the best deals. Yes. Coffee, like on the go, if I have no other source of, of mm-hmm. coffee, 7-Eleven is actually my go-to choice. And the big thing... Circle K, have, too. Yeah, and they have all the creams and you can just get free... It's Awesome. So what I usually do at 7-Eleven is get the big thing of coffee like this for like 70 cents. You could take a whole bunch of creams, and then you could usually just get a free cup of ice. Mm-hmm. Take the coffee, let it cool down a little bit, pour it over the iced iced coffee, 70 cents. Good deal. Good deal. Great coffee. Yeah. You'd love it. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely something to research right there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So why have you not gotten your four free stocks from Weeble? Also, what, what's <laughs> up with you not investing? Because I'm sure that... Yeah. You seem pretty frugal. I mean, you do live in your car, right? So, like, you're pretty wise with your spending. At least it's not, like, out of control. What are you doing with your money? Is it all just sitting in a chase? I'm hoping it's a high-yield savings account. I'm hoping. So, uh, I do have a savings account with a a credit union. And then um, I have a checking account, which is where most of my money is right now. And, um, yeah, I I have dabbled with Weeble and uh, Robinhood. Mm -hmm. But... um, I would always have to take the money back out to pay bills. So I've played with it, but haven't gotten serious about what it What kind of bills do you have? Uh, I have all my bills on my phone. Can I? Can yeah, I? let's see it. All right. Let's, let me look. Can you screen record this? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. This is all my bills. All right. So we've got one month. Car, 300 a month. What, what is the 300 a month? Is that a loan? Yes. What's your loan balance? Uh, two grand. Not that much. How much did you buy the car for? When did you buy it? Thirteen seven. Thirteen thousand seven hundred? Right. When did you buy it? Uh like four years ago. You bought it used? Yes. It's not bad. Okay, How many miles do you have on it? Well, a lot. <laughs> 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 like over I think two hundred and thirty maybe. Wow. <laughs> and you st- oh my gosh. Wow. It's, wow. 
It's an Acura, though. It's a Honda. Jeez, so. yeah, they're going to last forever. I mean, you get that car for like 500,000 miles on it, as long as you take care of it. Nuts. All you right. Know, what, do you know your interest rate on that loan? Uh, uh, 12? Ooh. <laughs> Wait, I have it, actually. It better not be 12. I took a I, screenshot. I bet it would be 12. I bet it would be 12. Yep, 12%. Oh so, no! Okay, so my first piece, my first piece of advice is take nearly all the YouTube income and just pay down that loan because twelve percent interest that's going to be higher than you would make in the stock market or mm-hmm. investing in anything. So you want to pay off that car loan as fast as possible. That's right there is your priority right now. Better paying that off than investing it. Yes, that's smarter financially. Yes. So in this thirty eight hundred dollar month, I would probably take I don't know, a thousand of that, let's say, and knock out half of that car loan. And then the next month, take another thousand, knock it off entirely. Be done with that car loan. Okay. That then you're gonna free up three hundred bucks a month. Okay, sounds good. But also, I we probably should probably talk about my credit, or okay, uh, and all of that. Yeah. yeah, or how much uh, I owe in debt, mm. which is kind of a big deal that I'm having to deal with that's, right now. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, so I had like, I had really good credit at one point. And I, I had like four credit cards or something, um, you know, Journey, Capital One, Chase, you name it, whatever. Um, and around that time is when I started using drugs and I ended up having to use, well, I chose to use those credit cards for like hotels, motels, and uh, I racked up like 10 grand. Okay. Do you, uh, obviously what percent the, is it at? Like it, 25? It's got to be like 20%. There's no way it's, the credit card is under 20%, right? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, do you know your credit score now? Have you paid them on time? Uh, oh, no, they're in collections. Okay. So for those not aware, usually that means when you're more than 180 days late, uh, they go to a, they get sold off to a third-party collections agency. Now, how recent was that? Years ago. How many years? Do you know? Two, maybe three years oh, ago. That's okay. not bad. Yeah, so you're at a six twenty four. It's, it's it I mean it's That's better that's than bad. I thought it would be. Better than I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be in the five hundreds. Um so let's talk about the credit really quick. Because let's say this was two years ago. The one option that some people take is that I'm just gonna let this go seven years. I'm not gonna care about my credit. I don't need to take out a loan. So I'm just gonna wait the seven years and eventually it's gonna fall off my credit report. So you have that option there. Uh, the other option, if you think within the next five years, four years, you might want to get another loan or you might want to get a mortgage or something or rent an apartment, anything where they will require you to run your credit, you have the option to take some of your money and then negotiate with the accounts and collections. And you could say, I owe 10 grand, but I'll pay you right now. I got three grand. Will you take $3,000 and in turn remove this from my credits from my credit report mm-hmm. uh usually those debt collection agencies will buy like a hundred dollars worth of debt for like a dollar and then they just go after you calling you incessantly and whatever they make above a dollar is their profit uh but they charge off so uh so many of these loans that for them if they collect one out of every 10 they're making money so you could go in knowing that for ten thousand of debt they probably paid i don't know like 600 bucks, 500 bucks for that. So anything more than that's their profit, usually. So you can negotiate with them. And you could you could try. And if you can't come to an agreement, so be it. But I would, I would probably, depending on how YouTube does, mm-hmm. if YouTube really takes off and you're like consistently making, you know, three, four, five grand a month, I would take a chunk of that and try to negotiate with them to remove that from your credit history. I see. And you get it, always get it in writing, too. Really important to get that in writing. Okay. Um, would you suggest paying that off over time or cause in my head I was like, I'm just going to keep hustling or whatever and make, try and save up 10 grand and then just pay it off all at once. If they're in collections, they bought that for way less than 10. You don't need to pay them 10. You could probably, and I'm just throwing it at, you could probably pay them like three, maybe less. Start with less. Say you have two, say you have two grand. Will you take two to erase this? And they'll be like, no, we can't. We, we need all 10. Okay, I, I might be able to get like 22, 23. Negotiate with them. Have them come back. Have them come back in writing and say, for $3,000, we will 
get rid of all of this debt. We will take this in consideration of all the debt that you have, and we'll remove this from your report and collections. Okay. We'll get that in writing. So it's up to you. I mean, the other alternative, like I said, is waiting five years, and it will go off your credit report. Wow, five years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think if YouTube does well, it's worth it. Let that be in the past. Pay it off. Not entirely. Negotiate with that, but let that be in the past and, and improve your credit. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. But yeah, if it, if it were something current, I would say you could do a, a balance transfer to a 0% interest credit card. But in collections, unfortunately, you can't do that. Okay. So, But besides the account and collections, nothing else on credit cards. You pay that off in full? Um, no, I don't think okay, so. Okay, good. Okay. Just make sure it's... Just make Turn sure on it's auto always, pay on yeah. your credit cards, so it will automatically, when the bill is due, just take it from your checking account. Okay. Well, I'd have to do that in the future, right? Because, like, right now, my apps don't even, like, register because all of the debt is in collections. Yeah, like, so this would be... So, not for the uh, collections account, but for any new debt that you have on the credit card mm. or on a future credit card. Just anything Do you pay else. with credit cards okay. right now? No, it's all checking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you'll probably, I would recommend at this point, you could probably sign up for a Discover It Secured card. It's one of my favorite cards. I, I think for for your credit score, your situation, what you would do, get a Discover It Secured card. Just go and apply for it. You'll put down a $300 uh, deposit. They'll give you back a $300 credit line. All you need to do on that credit card is just put your Starbucks on the card every day and then pay it off every week. Just whatever the balance is, pay it off in full. But just put the Starbucks on the credit card and do that for five, six months. Okay. That's going to dramatically help your credit score. Discover okay. it's secure. I'd say right after this, go and apply for it, $300 deposit. And I'll say two years from now, you'll look back and you'll be so happy you did that. Awesome. I'll do it. At least set you up. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then what are your other monthly expenses? Let's see. I saw car insurance. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Ladder Life Insurance. I remember when I bought a weekly call option on Tesla and made like $400 in two days. It was absolutely amazing. That experience reminded me of how beautiful life really is and that it should be protected. On that note, it makes sense why people get life insurance, especially long-term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a little bit each month to protect the ones that you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get covered. You just need a few minutes, a phone, or a laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time so you'll find out instantly if you're approved there are no hidden fees and you can cancel anytime and since life insurance costs more as you age now's the best time to cross it off your list so check out ladder today to see if you're instantly approved go to ladderlife.com slash iced coffee that's l-a-d-d-e-r life.com slash iced coffee ladderlife.com slash iced coffee thank you so much and back to the podcast yeah car insurance 180 that's not bad I would say for the amount of driving you do, how mm-hmm. many how many miles would you say you drive every every month? Ooh, every month, uh, three thousand miles a month. On uh, full work days, I can drive one hundred and twenty miles. Wow. So, I mean, maybe let's say seventy five times thirty for uh, how much I drive a month miles wise. Wow. Okay. So decent amount. I'd say good car insurance. Gas six hundred. That's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. Uh, oil change, 60. That's not terrible. Okay, so phone. phone. One, 115. Who do you have for your phone? Why is that so high? Uh, AT&T, <clears throat> and I'm making payments on this phone right here. So. Oh, okay. All right, so that makes sense. Um, and then iTunes, 16. Music for when I'm driving around. YouTube to listen to Graham while I'm taking <laughs> okay, deliveries. Okay, 15. That's fine. Uh, Planet Fitness, 30. Okay. Um, rent is free. Okay. Uh, insurance, like, it's like this weird health insurance I have that, uh, I pay $20 a month and I get back after the whole entire payment is complete, but I forget how much, uh, I pay until it's done, but, uh, food 500 maybe? Yeah, but but the reason why is that it's hard for you to cook food. Like, you can't necessarily cook food at home. What do you eat? Uh... So if I do eat in the morning, it's like a Nutrigrain bar or something, protein, something, you know. Um, every once in a while, I like to go to, or I'll go and get a bacon, egg, and cheese from either Egg Slut or McDonald's or something. Um, and then lunch, I try to keep it healthy and cheap. Like, I'll go to Ralph's and go to, the, like, the deli section and either, like, get a, a sandwich or uh, 
some pasta or something that's usually under five dollars and like mm. a banana or something you know so i think that's that's one thing with having like a refrigerator and an oven you could probably get that food bill from 500 to 200 mm. so there's 300 bucks extra that you're paying as a premium for really not having to do your own cooking right but the good thing is of your 1870 dollar total budget every month a lot of that's a business expense. The interest on the car, that's a write-off for you. Car insurance is a write-off. Gas is a write-off. Oil change, write-off. Phone, write-off. Um, nearly everything is a write-off for you. So for 1870 you got to think, too, that's expensive for living in your car. 1870 but I think a lot of that, too, is just gas. Yeah, a gas lot. And, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's definitely something where it's, it's higher than what I would like to to see but uh honestly i think the car payment just pay that you're only two grand away so that'll bring it down 300 bucks and it'll be at uh it'll be at 1500 1500 is a good goal to be at yeah i monthly tr- spend try to get it around 15 okay and yeah. how much do you have in savings right now uh like 2200 like two two grand okay so i would say i mean i would almost just take the dave ramsey approach with this is save up six months worth of expenses so 1500 times six so what, what? 7,500 or no, 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 9,000, 9,000 bucks. Is mm-hmm. it really? Yeah. 1,500 times six. No, it's not. 1,500 Why, why six? can't I math right now? I, I'm I leaving like this in. Not. I'm leaving this in. <laughs> 9,000. It is 9,000. <laughs> why don't I know that? I, I, I can't do basic math. So 9,000. I would put and save $9,000. In a high interest savings account. Um, do you know what your credit union is offering? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. My recommendation would be Ally Bank. Go get Ally Bank. That would be my recommendation. Um, you'll earn like half a percent in interest. I mean, it's not going to be a lot. Or Yada Bank. Uh, would you want me to move what's in my savings right now and put that in there or just completely start? Oh, you know what? Putting- you, you can't do that because Yada doesn't have the checking feature right now. So I would say for you, given your situation right now, Yada will eventually come out with a checking feature. So for, for, I don't want to tell you to put your money in there and then you can't pay bills with it. Um, th- it's coming soon, guys. But until then, I'd say probably Ally Bank would be a better choice because you would have access to a totally free checking account, totally free savings account. You can set up everything on automatic bill pay. They'll give you free checks, free debit card, and that would probably set you up, I'd say, fairly well. I'm sure the credit union's good but you might be able to do a little better with ally okay once you get i would say past nine thousand, once you get collections taken care of i'd say at that point you could start investing but then i'm also thinking like in terms of investments your best investment might just be in getting better equipment just like um maybe maybe adding a different camera angle or Editing software, a faster computer, like something like that might get you a much higher ROI than I think a traditional investment. I've been thinking about that. I do need another computer. It takes me forever yeah. to, to make the videos I do, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. Okay. Where do you charge your, your equipment and stuff like that? Uh, I have this like little uh, um, cigarette adapter that plugs into my car and then um, you can just put outlets into it pretty much. But yeah. I've been looking into getting... Uh, like something apart side from the car, just so I am not using the car's battery as often. Um, but it's weird because uh, I find things on Amazon, but I can't have it sent to my PO box because of battery acid stuff yeah. like that. Um, and then when I go to these like electronic stores, what they have is crap compared to what's online, pretty much to get the best bargain. So I'm trying to figure that out right now as far as charging my stuff goes. But Do you ever run out of the car battery? Because I did that once before. Uh, with uh, You plugged in the computer and the, the battery ran out. Uh, not very not very often. Um, I always get warranties on my batteries. Okay. Just recently, probably yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I had to change the battery, wow. but it, it was cheap. So <laughs> Nice. That's, That's funny. Yeah. They probably don't think that you're living in your car when they're selling you the battery. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. Until they see the passenger seat that's yeah, not like, tinted. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> no, but um, so yeah. I want to know if you were making five thousand dollars a month, pretty consistently with YouTube and all all your like income sources. Do you think that you would want to live in a house or an apartment, or would you continue living in your car? I would definitely continue living in my car as of 
right this second when I'm still enjoying it. I'm not really sure when when I'll ever decide to get a place, you know? Yeah. So even if given the opportunity to live elsewhere, you would prefer to live in your car. Right. Why? Why do you think that is? Was there something that happened that, that just, you didn't want to feel trapped? Because I, I do see your point of view of just the freedom of not having stuff and just being able to pick up and go anywhere you want to. I mean, that's that's got to be just so liberating that very few people have that. But I also like coming, like having your spot that you come back to every day. Yeah. I mean, that that's pretty much me every time I get in my car. Yeah. It doesn't really matter where I'm at, you know. Um, have you yeah. always been like that? <laughs> uh that's that's a good question. Not, yeah. I mean, I'm super. I guess you could say like introverted, and so I've. I there's always some sort of safe spot for me, mm-hmm. you know, that I like to go to where I can just breathe and and relax. And um, I guess that that used to be a friend's house or my parents when I used to live with them. But I guess now it's just my car, and it just doesn't really depend yeah. where I'm parked. But got it. Speaking of your parents, uh, do you feel comfortable talking about? Just your relationship with them? Do they worry about you living in the car? What's? I think at first they did. Yeah. But it, they're so used to it now, and they see what I'm doing, like with with the channel, and uh, I think it makes a little bit more sense to them now than it did when I first started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure they have, you know, the parent warning. You know, uh, what's it called? Worries. Worries. Yeah. Um, but I think they see what I'm trying to do in our. And they're okay yeah. with it. What did you think you were going to be doing like ten years ago? Did you have a like a like a goal, or did you want to be like a something else, like a doctor or anything? Or yeah, psychiatrist. Really? Yeah, or some sort of therapist. Okay. And why didn't you pursue that? Uh, college wasn't my thing, I guess. But um, also, um, that's uh, when I enrolled in. <laughs> You know when cats, just anything that's on a table, they just... Yeah, what was the need? Like, Ramsey didn't need to push it so far. Yeah, he doesn't like anything on the table that's within his vicinity, so he'll just be like... If it's in his bubble, he's got to get rid of it. (laughs) It's all done, and then then he can rest there. Yeah, I mean, uh, as soon as I graduated high school is when my drug use started, so uh, my first semester in college was was used, uh, or was spent mm-hmm. using using drugs and so and then I've been in and out of college pretty much ever since then um but I don't know it just it was never my thing I always yeah. tried to invent ideas in my own head to make money pretty yeah. much would you mind yeah. talking a little bit more about the the drug use and maybe how that's impacted you and your perspective mm-hmm. now yeah. how did that get yeah how did that get started uh pretty much um like one of my closest friends in the world had been dealing with it for a long time. And, um, you know, I was hanging ar- around him a while while he, while he was doing it. And so it eventually became uh, normalized to me as if like us or, you know, Californians see uh, marijuana or whatever. Like they see it, they don't think anything of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's how um, my drug of choice was for, for me. Um, and so one night I was just at his place and, uh, I saw it and was like, Oh, let me, let me try it. And, uh, yeah, downhill from there. Like an immediate <clears throat> connection to the drug. Like did it immediately stimulate you and make you want more of it? Or was it just kind of like usage over time? Like you said, you were kind of, um, you became accustomed to it and it wasn't that big of a deal for you. So like, maybe you thought, Oh, a little here and there won't hurt. And then that over time started making you develop a, a reliance on it. That's definitely how, how it started in the beginning. Like, um, a lot of people say just one hit or whatever mm-hmm. you that, I mean, that, that is the case for some people, but for me, it took it took like a month or so, you know, to be like, I actually like this. Um, but I think I, I kept pursuing it because I was already dealing with mental illness issues. It, it helped with my anxiety. It helped with uh, my depression. You know, the dopamine levels that you get off of uh, off of it just are through the roof. And so I was like, I feel like the a better version of myself, you know. And uh, that's pretty much why I continued to use it for eight years, you know. How did you wean yourself off of that? Um, a lot of, uh, I think the most important thing for me is just uh, friends and family. 
Good. Their support. Um, always having someone to talk to, having some sort of you know support group that you can call every single day. I'm struggling with this, or I'm struggling with that today. Um, that's probably been the the biggest thing for me. Going to rehab three times definitely helped too. Uh, just by meeting people and uh, learning new methods as to stay sober. Yeah. What now? What what happened after the first two times that you were there that didn't quite click as the third time? So the first time it was almost kind of against my will. Like I was, uh, my drug dealer was actually the one who told me I needed to rehab. Wow. Um, <laughs> so uh, he got me. It was it was spur of the moment. He was like, just one day, hey, I got you a, a flight to Miami. You're going to to rehab, and I was like, what? And I just found myself on a plane, got through the 45 days of rehab, and then uh, came back home, flew back home, and immediately relapsed because I wasn't ready, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so I went through a a second time. I actually drove my car um, across the country um, after I got back home after relapsing because I realized, oh, I just wasted 45 days of of my life. just to come back home and, and relapse. And so I gathered all, all my stuff and went back to the rehab and uh, did another 45 days. And um, after that, I stayed in like halfway houses and uh, really tried to get my, my crap mm-hmm. together in Florida. Um, and it got to a point where a couple months go by and I'm like, I think I'm, I'm cured or whatever. And, uh, and so I go back home. No, still wasn't time to go back home. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it was a re- repetitive cycle for like a year, a year or two, you know. I have a couple questions. Um, so you went and you relapsed after you went to the rehab place for the first time. When you relapsed, did that same drug dealer that send you there give you a, like the new drugs for you to relapse? Uh, no, I don't it was think a he did. One. Yes. Okay, because that confused me. A lot. I was like, why would anyone do that? And also you say, like, cured like this. Do you, it seems like you have something to say about that. I don't that. think anybody's ever cured. My, that's my understanding. Right. Yeah, you can't quite So what's your take it. on that? You think that if you go through it once, then it's something, it's a constant battle throughout your life, and you don't think that you'll be able to, you know, unattach yourself from that? There's a lot of different uh, ways to, to think about that, but um, I would just say it's... Uh, Definitely something that is in the back of my head for uh, that I feel like is going to have an like an everlasting effect on me. I don't know if that makes mm, sense. But yeah, it does. And how has your usage of that drug changed your perspective now? Do you think that all, although obviously the, I'm sure that 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 period of time in your life was really difficult and terrible, um, now do you think that you have like an elevated uh, perspective on life and stuff like that because of you know, that usage and then maybe the hard times that followed. Do you think that that's changed your perspective now for the good? Absolutely. Yeah. I see people differently. Um, you know, I think it, it really even changed my, my personality a lot. Um, in what way? Um, you know, I was just like a, a really shy, like way over, insecure type of person before using drugs Mm -hmm. and drugs put me in a lot of situations where I couldn't be that way. I completely had to change my perspective on how I acted and and everything. And so Mm. going through those tough times absolutely has kind of shaped me into the person I am today. You know, like even being here right now, you know, like this, this is pretty mind blowing. I don't know if I would have done something like this if I hadn't have, gone through my my hardships prior you know probably be at home or something at my parents house just like in in the corner or something depressed Mm. so hmm, that's 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 interesting you're you're definitely gonna go far on youtube i really feel guys sub to his channel (laughs) i know please for the love of god we're putting it we're putting it in the description link link down below sub to jake's channel all right show him some love okay sub to this channel (laughs) channel. yeah we have like 66 percent of you guys aren't subscribed what's up with that 66 percent it's way too high yeah 66 percent yeah so chances are uh we're talking to somebody who is yet to subscribe on the channel yeah statistically please guys we're trying to get a hundred thousand we need to get a hundred k 
I need a. So I really want a plaque. I know. I really Jack, want Jack wants the plaque. So guys, just even if you're just just, just subscribe. Just Thank subscribe you guys. so Jack Thank can finally guys. get his silver play button. So much. The first one's a hundred, right? 100, yeah, yeah. First one, hundred for okay. the silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I see your YouTube analytics? Can we? Yeah. Can we see it? Absolutely. Right, cool. Can you? Do you mind screen recording it? Yeah. Cool. I do have one more quick question though about our our last subject. Um, do you think that you cannot help someone who doesn't want to be helped? Or do you think that you can? It's just small chances. Small chances. So it's still possible, you think? Uh, yeah, I think it would, it's still possible. Uh, I would just say that don't ever stop being supportive. If someone's out there struggling and you know they, they have no means of stopping, it's still, it's still good for that person to know that there's someone that they can reach out to regardless of what they're going through. It's is a good it, piece of advice. Yeah, is it is yeah. it ever good to get like tough love in the sense that like you got to cut somebody out? Absolutely. At what point do you resort to that? Um, I just recently had someone reach out to me and and, and they were like, my son is is is, is struggling. Um, I keep giving him money for for food and everything, and I'm like, he's not. He's probably not using that money for food, mm-hmm. you know. And it, those are always the really tough uh, conversations, but. I would just say just, you can't give an, you can't continue to give an, an addict money, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, but you never know what the what the yeah. background story is, and so it's always. Tough. So you think it depends on the situation. You mm-hmm. shouldn't enable, but you should support what emotionally or with your right. time. Just be and, there. I yeah, think that makes there. sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's see. Okay. So we are at, yeah. So we're almost at twenty five thousand subscribers. Can I? Uh, do you mind if I see? Yeah. It? Okay. Let me see it. I want to see this. We got a four out of ten. Nice. I just want to go to analytics. Mm. Wow! Look at this. Getting a little push. Consistent. Wow! That's the algorithm. Let's Very go to consistent. 60, 1800. Oh man! Look at that. You see those little pushes and on the, on an upward trend. Oh no! This is it. This is the <laughs> video that I that got pushed. My first week living in Los Angeles, California, working Uber Eats, Postmates, and DoorDash. That was the video. Yep. That was that was what got pushed for me. Do you have any questions for us? Uh, what can we do for you? Uh, am I allowed to talk about um anything? You Kevin want. and Grant Cardone, the yeah. flower operation. Oh gosh, anything, anything you want, and uh, whatever yeah. I can't talk about, we want to well, talk about. Okay, <clears throat> that oh. was uh, that was super fun. Shout out, meet Kevin. Wow, um, meet Kevin. What's up, man? <laughs> How's it going? He uh, made one of my Christmases one to remember definitely because uh, he uh, me and like half a dozen or a dozen people went to do the flower operation. You were there? I have a video for it that got taken taken down. You were one of the elves? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, wow. No wow. way. Have you talked to Kevin? No. Kevin is the one Go who on. got me out of the situation. <laughs> I'm going to send that to him right now. He got you out of what situation? Uh, Grant subpoenaed me and sued Kevin, and Kevin got me out of the subpoena. Have you been speaking to him recently? Uh, he shouted me out on his channel like a week ago. Wow. Yeah, I love Kevin. <laughs> um, what, what doesn't Kevin do how is anymore? He how is everything? He... <laughs> Every person we bring on yeah. here, they've already had past experiences yep. with Kevin. We're like, how, how does he, he get to everything before us, man? Wow. That blows my mind. This is like yeah. two years ago, too. This is, wow. How did you meet him? Uh, Kevin just posted something on his social yeah. media and on Instagram, uh, yeah. looking for elves in Florida. So yeah. what happened with that? So how did Grant get your information to subpoena? How did that happen? I have no <laughs> idea about that. I received a letter and it's, I just took a picture of it and yeah. sent it to Kevin and Kevin <clears throat> pretty much made it magically go away for me. So, yeah. So chances are Kevin has a lawyer who's, who he's paid a big deposit to who's handling anything for him right now. Mm. And, uh, I knowing Kevin he would gladly pay out of pocket uh, for any any attorney just to make sure everything's okay. Good for him. Wow. Yep. Can't say enough good things about Kevin. <laughs> every podcast. He's every a magic single man, one. It's dude. like we're, we're talking about Kevin in every single podcast. I don't get it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right. Wow. Uh, let me see what else he's I had a saint. in my notes. It's he is. insane. He is. He's surprising me every day. He's not, he's not even here. No. One of the... That's pretty much it. Okay. So yeah. we naturally covered most of the things yeah, we wanted we to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm most excited just to see your journey. 
I am really excited just to see where you're going to be five years from now. Because I know with your storytelling, with your editing, with your video, you're really talented. Um, and if, there are very few people I say that about, when it, when, especially when it comes to like YouTube video. Um, Eric was another one. Where mm, yeah, just, yeah, you I just knew. Know. You just knew. Yeah. And you met him, it's like instantly he's going to do it. And he did. Uh, and I had without no doubts in my mind he's going to hit a million subscribers yep. uh, by the end. Of, and he did. No doubt in my mind he did. I have no doubt in my mind that uh, well, I, I know you're going to hit 100,000. I know you're going to do YouTube full time. Uh, I think you could do a million. Uh, I don't know when, but I'm fairly confident that would happen as long as you just consistently make content and vlogs. And you, What's your current posting schedule right now? Twice a week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about twice a week. I'm wondering if you get it three times a week if your, t- if your channel is just going to blow up. Are you ever worried about bringing each video up a notch and making the next one better than the previous one? Oh, I'm constantly thinking about that. I think that's yeah. a smart thing to be considering. Yeah, so you always have that forwards momentum. I also want to know, like, what's your game plan? Have, do you think about, like, the next five years, the next <clears> ten <throat> years? Where would you like to see yourself in the next five years? Because is it living in a car still? Uh... Five years from now, I'm yeah. not sure. Um, I've actually always wanted to get into investing in in real estate. Cool. Um, two of my closest friends back home are are realtors, and and they're kind of they've kind of got their own LLC doing doing their thing over there. And um, yeah, I mean, pretty much my my whole entire plan this whole time has been save as much money as possible and put it back in into real estate. But other than that, I, it, yeah, <laughs> it's fu- It's funny. You won't live in real estate, but you will buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want nothing, nothing to live in. Yeah. You can't even, I mean, you're just taking house hacking to an extreme yeah. by just not living in a house. <laughs> I would literally get a house and then just rent it out and continue living in my car. What about a tent, or, or like in the backyard, or like you rent the house, but you're like, hey, I, I just want to camp in the backyard. No temperature control. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, listen, for real estate, your credit is going to be the biggest thing. Credit and income. Mm-hmm. You'll have the income set. You're saving most of it. I, I honestly think two years from now, you'll be you'll be making over a hundred thousand a year. I really believe it. Um, you just keep making YouTube videos, and I think you'll consistently you'll start getting like fifty. 60, 70,000 views per video consistently, you'll, you'll make over 100 grand. Yeah. Um, and merch for me has always been a very low profit margin business. And it's just, it's a lot of hassle to sell merch. Mm. Um, you might want to look into a Patreon, um, some sort of just alternative community where people who want to support you can. Doesn't mean you're going to have to hold back content from people, but even if it just means you, you throw a thank you at the end of the video. Or you list their name in the description or something like that for like 10 bucks a month. So many people would want to support you and just see you on the come up. So I think that would be a good idea. I think I, I would do a Patreon because th- that would at least bring in another 500 bucks a month. Okay. I'll, I'll look into it Consider and think of some ideas. Consider it. Um, what other income sources do you think we can we can think of here? I just I think the Patreon is the smartest Patreon. way to go. Think, yeah, Patreon. Yeah, because it would really like consolidate a lot of your work to just like yeah. filming and editing. Stuff. Oh, I got so. it. I'd say when you hit five hundred thousand, you could begin teaching people how to how to uh, edit, like mm-hmm. an editing like, course. Like Colin and Samir, they they had the uh, the art of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you could come out with something of of just vlogging, the art of vlogging. Or the art of cinematography, or something like this. Like, imagine yeah, if, Ka- or something. if Casey Neistat came out with a course. Oh, he'd make some. Oh funny. man, he would. Yeah. I, I guarantee he'd probably make like five, ten million bucks. Yeah, just creating a course yeah. on how to vlog, sell it for ninety nine bucks. He would be ten million. Yeah. So you could look into. I think education is always going to be such a big uh, place, and uh, for opportunity. And not only would you be providing value to other people, but they would be paying you. Right. So. Realistically, I think right now, if Patreon. you wanted to just increase yeah. your income, I would say just stop doing the DoorDash and stuff like that, and instead do a Patreon. Because realistically, I'm sure that you could easily make you know fifteen hundred dollars a month from Patreon. I think it's very, very like reasonable. And also, I think the good part is you wouldn't have to worry about that whole like new aspect of your life of a uh, like um, 
going out and delivering food and stuff like that. You just worry about filming, getting content, and that's just on your mind. You don't have to right. worry about unless that you just deliver it almost as as a, like a, a part of a story, as part of a narrative of something yeah. like a schedule that you do every day, where you just even if you just deliver mornings or just evenings, and you can make make something of that and intertwine that with your story, I think would be really interesting. Right. That's pretty much what I've been doing lately. Yeah. It's like just create a story, film, and then at the end of the night, run a couple of deliveries or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So as far as uh, Patreon goes, if y'all think that that's a good idea, how how exactly does does that work? I'm sure a lot of people are actually curious about this as well. Like um, normal upload schedule for YouTube, and then just try and bust out another video. Patreon for the would Patreon, be like or? behind the scenes. If you're making a full on YouTube yeah. video, I'd say just post it on YouTube. Patreon would be behind the scenes stuff, stuff that you don't want to post on YouTube, maybe to you know to ruin the algorithm but like extra exciting footage that yeah i'm mm, sure yeah. you cut out a lot of stuff maybe just all the cut out footage that you're not going to use you put it up on patreon or it could be as simple as you're just you're paying ten dollars a month you're supporting my channel and in return your name is going to be in the description yeah you could do stuff like stuff that like that well. or at the end of the video you'll have a credits mm-hmm. thank you for my patreon supporters and you put a credits wow and then like every few videos you just add on to it mm-hmm. something like that okay yeah, and and what you could even do is do a, a random shout out, like once a video, uh, randomly shout out the socials of one of your Patreon members. You'll be like, "Hey, today it came up like uh, John. What's up, John? Here it is. Thanks so much." And something like that. I think just people like that. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody's really paying ten dollars a month because they're like, I, "We need a content. We need it." They're doing because they want to support you. So I think that's the most important thing is that people who want to support you like that have a means to. Okay. Do you want to be a YouTube creator for the rest of your life? Like, is that where you see yourself? Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Right this second, like, I can see myself doing it for a long time, but I don't know if I could see see myself doing it forever, you know? Um, eventually, I would just like to rent out a whole bunch of, of houses and just chill, I think. Um, but yeah. The main reason why I started the channel in the in the first place was just to pretty much document my life. I'm just doing it more often now and putting it on YouTube yeah. for the world to see. So, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see what comes about life, pretty much. <laughs> right. Love and it. we've also given you plenty of unsolicited advice. Can you give us some advice? And we're easily offended, by the way. So just <laughs> very easily offended, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as... Uh, Anything. I mean, I guess I've never heard Graham talk much about, uh, you know, maybe some of the uh, things that go on in the in the background or behind the scenes, maybe. Okay. I'm sure people would uh, love to hear about maybe some of the, the struggles that happen behind the scenes or, or something that's, like that. That's different. I've never been offered uh, that piece of advice, but that's a good, that's a good point. I, I have not. That's good. Do you want to talk about any of that, Graham? Probably not now. <laughs> Probably not. No, another time. Not, not no. right now. Maybe another <laughs> of time. Of course not. Um, yeah, no, I definitely try to keep it just very business focused on the on the main mm-hmm. channel. I, I, like, I've had such a format for all of it, and this is like the most relaxed tend to be for YouTube, but maybe it's some point. So you're saying yeah. he should be more vulnerable is basically what you're saying. Yeah, it's better worded. Yeah. Vulnerable, a little more uh, transparent. Yeah. I'm worried that like where do I post it on the main channel? I know I'm gonna I know like I'm gonna get some really great supporters on there, but I'm gonna get a lot of people like oh don't I, post it on the main channel. No, I know, but like but even uh, the second channel, the podcast, man, the podcast. This is where we talk really? about anything. Right. It, this is not where we are confined to finance. This is about everything. All right, all right. Confronting Graham Stephan. Yes, <laughs> that's a good that's one. Fair. That's that's fair. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a good piece of advice. Okay, I, I, like I definitely that. think that that would also be good for branding as well. You know, because people get to know you a little bit more. All right, so, <laughs> Graham's just uncomfortable. He's like, all right, yeah. what's next? What's next? <laughs> what else can you talk about? No, because there's some stuff. It's just like you, you don't want to air out your dirty laundry. Like you don't want to be talking about some of the stuff. You know, I also yeah. I think for a lot of people, if you aren't super transparent, people see that. And then they make assumptions, and oftentimes their assumptions are worse than the actual truth. Mm, yeah, I can so see that's that. why I like to try to be pretty transparent with things because the things that I'm scared about people knowing, you know, what they could be thinking could be ten times worse. Mm-hmm. You know, my favorite quote from you is, uh, "I don't really talk to girls." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. <laughs> Graham likes that quote. Yeah. <laughs> we were thinking about making merch where it just says, I don't really talk to girls on it. Or that would like do that. So, I could see like Jack Manley wearing that shirt. Yeah. He yeah. would do so well with that. Imagine Jack Manley goes to like uh, Bourbon Street with like, I don't really talk to girls. That would be cool. <laughs> What's the hat? story behind that? Uh, Jack Man- I don't even remember this. Honestly. Okay. I think I try to yeah. block it from my memory. Uh, oh, the, the the quote that I don't really talk to. Yes, yeah. who I don't was re- that? I don't even. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know who the guest was. <laughs> uh, I don't remember the guest. I just. Oh, Kong. Was it Kong? Was it Kong? I don't. I know. don't know. I don't know who it was. We had someone on the podcast. Jack was going through the, his his online profile, and <laughs> something. If if someone will find it and point it down in the description. No, a lot of guys. They uh they don't like when girls are being <laughs> presumptuous when really? they try to be nice, even if they're flirting. I, yeah, have you exp- experienced that? I haven't, but maybe I'm just. I don't really weird. talk to girls. <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, well. People just in the comments. I remember yeah. them liking that comment. Yeah. That was a wild episode. Sometimes these episodes get a little out of hand. <laughs> yeah, I think the top comment was, um, "I don't really talk to girls," and then the response to that was. Like this hits home. Or something. This hits home. Yeah, <laughs> our this viewers hit, relate. This, this hits yeah. too close to home. We like, yeah. like that. We appreciate cool. the advice. Yeah. I think. I think. Uh, we'll look into that a little bit. Perfect. Graham. Yeah, I, I will. N- next episode, guys. If you, <laughs> you want to see the next, just subscribe. Yeah, I'll be more vulnerable than the next one. Well, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. Kevin texted me back. He says, uh, "Love this guy." <laughs> Elf attack will go down in infamy. Huge thank you to Jake. Enjoy the podcast. Wow. So that's Kevin. Stand up guy. Two of my favorite YouTubers. <laughs> Stand up Three guy, with Kevin. Jack. <laughs> oh, thanks. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. man. We really awesome. appreciate yeah. it. Thank it's you been, so much. It's been amazing. Yeah. It was awesome meeting you. We wish you the best of luck. Please subscribe to Jake, everyone. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, make sure to get your four free stocks down below in the description. You can also sign up for Yada Bank. You'll get 100 entries into the next drawing where you could earn up to $10 million. You may as well just do it because um, it's it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, Weeble's $100, but you can get four free stocks. And uh, with that said, guys, uh, yeah, until next time. 66%. Hit that subscribe button. And like button. Thanks, Until next time. Go on. What's up? I'm Jake, and this is the 34th Fourth ever, ever. 34th ever episode of the iced coffee hour so far the podcast is made 32,000 the most the only things you need is what's up i'm jake 34th ever you need the ever and then uh 32,000 what's up guys it's jake and this is the 34th episode of the hour coffee <laughs> ever ever ever, ever. ever episode <laughs> of the iced coffee hour iced coffee hour iced yeah, coffee hour yeah. okay what's up guys it's jake and this is the 34th ever Episode of the hour. It's a f- uh, <laughs> <laughs> iced coffee hour. Iced coffee. My oh, that's your phone. Sorry. Iced coffee hour. Okay. What's up, guys? It's Shake, and this is the thirty fourth ever. Ever.